You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. We are a drive time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. We take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time in the chapter, spend some time with the Lord, and then come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center on this beautiful Wednesday, December 22nd. It's Christmas week. Going into Christmas Eve Eve tomorrow, got services and all that, and then services Christmas Eve, and then a great day with your family, I hope, Christmas Day, and then we have one service at 10 o'clock on cool day after Christmas. And you're doing the 26th. that. 26th. I am doing that. That's yep. going to be fun. So it'll be fun. 10 o'clock at the parkway, be like old times. Yeah. One service on Sunday morning. Wow. Moving on. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So that's what's going on there. Anyway, this is Pastor Keith in the background. I always keep saying we because I always do this with people. Howdy, y'all. This is Pastor Keith. It's such a pleasure to be here. How are you doing, Pastor Dan? I'm doing really good, brother. Thanks for asking me. Yeah, you look yeah. good. It's Th- fun to do this. Thanks, thanks. It's been a long time of, yeah, of we just haven't being done it with for you. A while. Yeah, I know, but also like I just think back of oh yeah, goodness, man. It's been it's been a long time of doing this Years. type of thing with you, and I like Years. that. It's fun. Yeah, we're getting older and older. Yeah, especially we me. both just had some birthdays. We did. Yours is when December 10th, and mine's the 15th. So yeah, we just did it. Just celebrated. Thanks to everybody who didn't wish us happy birthday because yeah. you forgot. Yeah, no problem. We still love you. <laughs> we still love you. Most of you didn't even know we had birthdays, so that's okay. I get it. I'm holding you against you. <laughs> oh, you are not. Anyway, so um, tell the folks how to get involved. Well, there's a number of ways you can do it. The easiest way is actually through our app or through our website. You can go yep. onto the App Store and just look up East Coast Christian Center, or you can go onto our website, eccc.us, and you can just find information on morning breath and that'll actually tell you shows that we've done in the past and and ones that we're going to be doing upcoming so you can actually read the verses ahead the chapters ahead and get into the word and then discover stuff with us that's a really great way to do it because then you're kind of just getting that opportunity to see what you see and then you get to hear what we found in it and we get to kind of do it together so really encourage you to do that way you can also find out other information like events and past sermons lots of things that are on there but another way that you can get involved is you actually just call our office at 321-452-1060, and we'll get your information and actually mail you out a little newsletter, essentially, that tells you where we're going for the whole month. You can stick that on your fridge. You can stay connected that way. So there's a lot of different ways you can get involved with Morning Breath, and all of them are good. So the app, the website, and call us at the office, all those ways, and we encourage you to do it. Yep, and so just one more time, we have Christmas Eve Eve services, two of them at the Parkway campus, and then Christmas Eve, we've got services at all of our campuses. Mm Mm-hmm. And again, check online for for the times. And we do uh, ask you to reserve your spot because uh, we just want to make sure there's room for you when you get here. Some of the services fill up more quickly than others. And so uh, call or or go online and get your ticket uh, in place for the service. They're free, of course. Uh, They're just to help us... uh, Help us keep track of things and uh, any other questions, just go on our events page and you can get all that info. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. How are you, Nick? I'm well. Are you? Yeah. How's your dog doing? He's doing good. Yeah? Mm -hmm. What's his name? Theo. 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 Mm -hmm. Like Huxtable. Yeah. (laughs) That's the only Theo I think He's a very smart, he sounds like a smart dog, Theo. Theo. That's a smart dog. What kind of dog you got, Nick? Purebred Australian Shepherd. Ooh, purebred. Purebred. That's a nice, pretty looking dog, man. Yeah. Big money. Aussies. Big money. Was that your wife's Christmas present? Her birthday present. Mm, birthday. Yeah. When's her birthday? Uh, December 18th. Oh, well, look at that. We all got them wow. around each other. Yeah. 
Is he y'all got them blue eyes and like speckled eyes? Uh, he's got brown eyes, and then one of his eyes, half of it is blue. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, them, them Aussies got weird eyes. Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> you talk about the dogs or the people? Both. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Hello, Australian people. <laughs> no, no, those Australian shepherds have those multicolored eyes. It's pretty crazy. Anyway, so let's read the chapter. Yes, let's do that. That'd be a good idea. I'm going to read the first eight verses. Sounds good. Zechariah 9. I'm reading from New King Jimmy. Me too. Nice. Let's do it. I'm going to say unto you, Arisa. The burden of the word of the Lord against the land of Hadrachs and Damascus, its resting place. For the eyes of men and all the tribes of Israel are on the Lord. Also against Hamath, which borders on it and against Tyre and Sidon, though they are very wise. For Tyre built herself a tower, heaped up silver like dust and gold like the mire of the streets. Behold, the Lord will cast her out. He will destroy her power in the sea, and she will be devoured by fire. Ashkelon shall see it and fear. Gaza also shall be very sorrowful, and Ekron, for he dried up her expectation. The king shall perish from Gaza, and Ashkelon shall not be inhabited. A mixed race shall settle in Ashdod, and I will cut off the pride of the Philistines. I will take away the blood from his mouth and from the abominations from between his teeth. But he who remains, even he shall be for our God, and shall be like a leader in Judah, and Ekron like a Jebusite. I will camp around my house because of the army, because of him who passes by and him who returns. No more shall an oppressor pass through them, for now I've seen with my eyes. Verse 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, mm -hmm. a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The battle bow shall be cut off. He shall speak peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you also, because of the blood of your covenant, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today I declare that I will restore double to you. For I have bent Judah my bow fitted the bow with Ephraim, and raised up your sons of Zion against your sons, O Greece, and made you like the sword of a mighty man. Then the Lord will be seen over them, and his arrow will go forth like lightning. The Lord God will blow the trumpet and go with whirlwinds from the south. The Lord of hosts will defend them. They shall devour and subdue with sling stones. They shall drink and roar as if with wine. They shall be filled with blood like basins, like the corners of the altar. The Lord their God will save them in that day as the flock of his people. For they shall be like the jewels of a crown, lifted like a banner over his head. For how great is its goodness, how great is its beauty. Grain shall make the young men thrive, and new wine the young women. Amen. Amen. Well, this chapter's uh, kind of, um, I don't know, I, I did a little research on it because I had a little bit of a you know, trying to figure out what season this is talking about, you yeah. know, because, boy, it's, this is go, like yeah. lots lots going on here. Places and all that. Places yeah. and people and things like this. It appears to me that this is uh, Alexander the Great mm. coming through and conquering 
And because you see here all that it that happens, it says in verse 6, a mixed race shall settle in Ashdod. Um, another translation of that is an illegitimate one. And Alexander was an illegitimate child. Mm. And so they, they kind of think that he could be the one that they're talking about there. He's the guy who does settle in Ashdod. He's the guy who cuts off the Philistines, um, defeats them completely, uh, just... He's the one that comes to Jerusalem but doesn't enter, leaves, and fights another battle, I think, down in Gaza, and then comes back to Jerusalem to conquer. But the high priest got a word from the Lord to actually throw open the gates and greet them Mm. with, uh, like, a a procession. Uh, And they did, and Alexander came in and didn't conquer. Mm. He actually ends up going and offering sacrifices to God wow. in the temple, wow. and uh, it actually turns into um, just God delivering Jerusalem from Alexander's rule, and wow. it, it's an incredible moment in the life of uh, the life of Israel. And it came because they, you know, decided to did something really abnormal. What they heard God yeah, say, they heard God. very abnormal. Uh, wow. What to do? And they jump out there, and uh, that's cool. Yeah. God saves them and delivers delivers them, and uh, then it jumps into prophecy and all sorts of stuff from there. But that's a little bit about what's going on and maybe the beginning of this chapter. That's cool. There's definitely some words in here that stick out. We I said it to you beforehand just because it was one that was really beautiful, the Prisoners of Hope. That's uh, the one that yeah. comes to me right now. I just like that. Like it's Read the uh, whole verse for him. Yeah, so it's. Uh, well, I'll start on 11. As for you also, because of the blood of your covenant, I'll set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today I declare that I will restore double to you. Mm. I love that. Um, it reminds me of uh, Romans 9. It says, hope that is seen is not hope. Mm. And what he's saying is that if... A lot of times we're like, I just want to be able to see the end from the beginning. I want to know where it's going to go and all those things. But if you did that, then that's not real hope. True hope is not knowing and yet hoping and believing and then turning that into faith. The mm. the faith is the evidence of things not seen, the substance yeah. of things hoped yeah. for. So it's these, I'm believing now for what I do not see or understand. And I am a prisoner of that which I do not see and do not understand. And what a beautiful beautiful poetic picture of how we should live our lives of an utter faith to God, even whenever we, um, faith without understanding. I remember you saying a long time ago, and that stuck with me forever, is that I will have faith without understanding until I do have understanding. But but even then, then it's not really faith anymore. It's not hope. (laughs) I've received it. Now I know. Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a there's a believing and not yet seeing, and then there's a believing after you have seen. Yeah, and uh, at that point, it becomes more of a celebration or yeah. a thankfulness in your heart. You know, when I think about hope, I always think about a future state better than the one now. Yeah, and that's what this is describing. Some say that um, the uh, from verse ten to eleven or nine to ten. It goes to the second coming. Mm. And so that the entire church age is cut out between two verses here. And some people believe that about the chapter that you see nine, which is the prophecy that was fulfilled by Jesus mm-hmm. when he when he did the triumphal entry. 
And then the next line is, I'll cut off the chariot from Ephraim, the horse from Jerusalem. The battle bow shall be cut off. They shall speak peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea. And it's almost like they're talking about the second coming mm. at that point. And uh, as for you, because of the blood of your covenant, you know, it talks about, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit, which, you know, that's just like a, you know, a dungeon, I guess you'd say, return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. And uh, I thought about that. What does that mean? Return to the stronghold. And I really felt like it was just God calling us back to himself again. Yes. You know. Return to the stronghold. Come back to that place where mm-hmm. you know that you know yeah. that you're right with God. Amen. Um, and it says, uh, when he starts talking about against your sons of o Greece and starts talking about, you know, all that stuff, going back to Alexander just for a minute, Alexander actually set up the New Testament age because Alexander came in and brought Greek culture, Greek language, mm-hmm. Greek roads and thinking Mm -hmm. all over that part of the world so that when the Romans came in, there was a just a platform for for them to run in on and build this big thing so that the gospel wouldn't be hindered in going out or the good news wouldn't be hindered from going out. And there would be a language to write the Bible in that was kind of all inclusive and all of those things were going on. It just to me, you look at Alexander and think, wow, you know, this is, this is God's instrument. God's using this guy to do what he wants to do to set up the world for the second coming and even at this point, the first coming. Mm-hmm. And both, both things are mentioned in the Bible here and uh, are super powerful. But just back to, the, back to the hope thing, you know, hope deferred makes a heart sick. Mm. You know, when you when you lose your hope, when you lose that picture of a future better than today, um, people can can really end up in a mess in yeah. their life. Yeah. And a lot of people make a lot of bad choices just based on lost hope. You know, they lose their hope. They lose their way. And uh, I just thank God I'm a prisoner of hope yeah amen you know i'm a prisoner of it and so i like that that idea that like yeah. i'm not able to get free of hope uh, if i call it, if i label myself as that prisoner of hope then i will always have it i will always be under its That's rule good. chained to hope i good. will i cannot get outside of i can't become hopeless come on why i like it because i'm a prisoner of it because That's i'm chained right. to it come in on. jesus name there you go. i like the uh in verse seven he who remains uh he shall be for our god like, we're going after all of these things that are going on. Like, you know, if, if these people are going to, and this is going to go bad, this is bad. But he who remains, he's going to be for our God. That actually made me think of Hebrews 12, which talks about that our God is shaking the earth. And that all that can be shaken will be shaken. That's right, yeah. And he's shaking the earth. And it's right after this long chapter of everyone who stood in faith, especially in the Old Testament, these who died in their faith, not having yet received the reward, and I think about, you know, if you're shaken right now, like, you're in good company. If your faith yeah. is shaken, yeah. if your faith is shaken of, like, do I believe? What do I believe? All that stuff. You're in good company. Yep. There are great men and women who were shaken. And the ones that stood after being shaken, he who remained in that, are mm-hmm. the ones that really changed and shaped our world completely. And so 
you know, that's been on my heart a lot lately. And that just goes again, return to the stronghold. Like you said, that's what actually made me think of it was you're saying return to what's strong. Like if your faith is shaken, well then attach yourself to the thing that is strong again. Attach yourself to the hope of Jesus Christ and be in that place of strength again on that foundation. And whenever you're shaken, you'll remain. You'll actually keep on standing. So let's just take for a moment and and we we think with what Josephus wrote, if Josephus was correct, Alexander did come to the city, welcomed by the Jews. He then responded in a positive way and ended up in the temple worshiping God. Just think if you apply that, but he who remains, even he shall be for our God. Yeah. And shall be like a leader in Judah. There you go. Two things about that. One is it just shows you the power of, you know, the presence of God, that someone as powerful as Alexander the Great uh, in God's presence, in God's city, in God's temple, he begins to worship God. And I just want to say that the other side of that is, man, what environment are you in? You know, what environment are you hanging out in? Have you separated yourself from from those who love the Lord, from those that are seeking his face? I, I don't know where I'd be or what I'd be doing if I hadn't had a relationship with God's people and God's church for the past 40 years. I wouldn't have made it. Yeah, amen. They helped me to be a worshiper. They helped me to be a prisoner of hope. They helped me to, you know, speak peace uh, to the nations and, and his dominion from sea to sea. That's just such a great, you know, great picture there. And it actually reminded me of America, hmm. you know, from the line from, from sea from to signing sea. Yeah. And, you know, wondering if this, this nation, uh, you know, dedicated to God was, you know, part of the picture of what God was doing in the earth. But anyway, that, you know, just m- reminded me of, you know, from sea to shining sea. Yeah, it's good. And yep. we are going to be standing in it. Another one, I mean, I, I like a lot of this, all of these kind of just flowing inside of, it's going to be rough, but God is with us, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. what we're kind of getting at. Yep. One thing that right off the bat, I mean, it's the whole chapter starts with the burden of the word of the Lord. <laughs> and that was kind of, that just stuck out to me too, yeah. like the burden and another uh, word, you know, I looked it up, and even the the Hebrew of it, meaning oracle or prophesy or prophecy, I should say, burden, load. There's there's like these two dynamics yeah, to it of yeah, like it's a yeah. burden, it's heavy, but al- yep. also it's a prophecy. Yep. And when the word is spoken, it's it's not burdenless. Like it says that my burden is light, but it's not that there's no it doesn't burden. Exist. There is a burden yep. to carry. My burden is light, even. Uh, in Isaiah, he describes Christ as a stumbling stone, you know, and then again in Romans, Paul refers to that of like, it's not going to be easy, right? but it, right. it is going to trip up religion. It's going to confuse religion. It's going to make you have to change your thinking, but yeah. but it is powerful. And then it goes on to say in that same verse, for the eyes of men and all the tribes of Israel are on the Lord. And I looked up that too, because that just stuck out to me of the on the Lord. And that preposition could be looked at both ways is that we are our eyes are on god but also that our eyes are are our gods like our eyes are the possession of god yeah like god has us essentially right like he is holding us so we're looking at he is directing what we're focused on he's directing and he's holding like that's like he's carrying us like it's a burden and it's hard but he's carrying us so our eyes are on god but 
he holds our eyes. That's probably the best way to, to say it, I guess, of what I'm trying to say, is that he's holding us, he's carrying us, and then, he, and then all of this stuff that's going on and stuff, and he's saying, right here with you, I'm in it, I'm right next to you, we're going to get through it, it's going to be tough, but I'm with you. He who remains shall be standing, right? All of these things. Return to the stronghold. I'm next to you through every single bit of the burden. That's good. You know, uh, one of the things that remind me is fix your, fix your gaze. You know, when we, when we uh, have our eyes solely on him, when we look away, uh, we naturally look away from things around us when we turn our eyes towards God, when we look at him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's just such an important thing with that old song, turn your eyes towards Jesus. Yeah. Look full in his wonderful face and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. It's a beautiful picture of... Uh, you know, focused on him. Mm-hmm. And that's just an incredible thing. You know, one of the things I, I've shared lots of times before is what we worship, we become more like. What we focus on, yep. we become more like. Yep. And this is just, again, back at that place where God is encouraging us to focus on him, to look to him, to trust him, even though it's hard. And if we're not in a season like that right now, I don't know what kind of season it is. You know, it's been a tough season in the world uh, for the past two years. Yeah. And uh, what a good time to keep your eyes on the Lord. Yeah. I'd love to give something just practically, too, of how you could do that. Um, you know, it's like as we're wrapping up here, one thing that I recently did, I was, you know, I was celebrating my birthday. My wife and I and took the kids up to North Carolina. We love, nice. we love that time up there. But I actually left my phone in Florida, which is, like, pretty bold, like— you know, like, okay, buy phone for, you know, however long we're going up there. If you wow. got to get a hold of me, you're going to have to, wow. somebody's going to have to get a hold of my wife, you know? Yeah. But I left my phone in Florida and, uh, and not because like, oh, everybody's always trying to distract me, but actually it's myself. Like I'm the problem. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I, I distract myself and it's not that like, I'm, I'm wanting to spend time with family. I'm wanting to spend time with my kids, my yeah. wife, all of that. Yeah. And that happens. But then whenever I'm sitting on the the comfortable couch or whatever and I'm going to relax what happens I grab my phone yeah. I start immediately scrolling and looking at nonsense and just keeping active constantly rather than just resting mm. and like maybe get into the word maybe mm. just pray maybe do nothing and yeah. rest yeah, 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 yeah. and those times I feel like are robbed of us we rob ourselves of them mm. all the time because of our little addiction to this phone and so I would just encourage anybody listening great practice ditch your phone every once in a while Mm. just get rid of it and then have your eyes on god rather than on a phone and all the stuff that's constantly happening in the next vacation you take why don't you ask yourself could i just leave this thing behind wow and uh it'll wreck you it is so so good i've done it twice now and it has been so beneficial and positive i absolutely love it i think i'll do it for the rest of my life now how how often do you borrow carly's phone during that no i'm just kidding (laughs) just kidding just for music and directions (laughs) There we go, there we go. Hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm just going to end with a little bit of discussion about God's divine protection. Um, something I I try to thank God for every day. I, I think I do. I'm, I'm pretty good about praying a, a couple of times a day. And Carol and I pray together and I almost always thank God for, for four things for sure. And that's his love, his favor his uh, provision and his protection. I usually thank God for those every day of my life, and I'm grateful for that, super grateful for it. And here he says in verse 8, I'll camp around my house because of the army, because of him who passes by and him who returns, which that's might be talking about Alexander who 
passes by Jerusalem going to Gaza to fight, and then comes back up. And an un, like a guy who was conquering and nobody was stopping. Nobody could resist him and win. And yet God here says, look, guys, I'm going to camp around you. Yeah. I'm going to protect you in an unwinnable situation, in a totally, you know, everybody else is losing this battle yeah. everywhere else. I mean, the Philistines who persecuted Israel all these days, I mean, Alexander the Great went in and just tore them up. He said, look, the, the guy that nobody can beat, I've got you, and I'm going to guard you, mm -hmm. and I'm going to protect you during this season of your life. You say, well, I don't know if that's about Alexander. Well, I don't know for sure whether it is either, but I do know this. It's about whatever Alexander's in your life. Yep. Whatever big things in your life trying to take over, rule, or take charge of, um, God's able to keep you safe. Hey, guys, thanks for Amen. being with us today. God bless. Have a great day in Christ and a Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath Podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.